Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Drink, a podcast where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Oliver. I'm Matthew. And today on our history show, we are featuring June 14th to June 20th. As well, it's two Medal of Honor stories. And we have to do these Medal of Honor stories because not only do people want to hear them, mm-hmm. everybody should hear them. Yeah. But dude, every time I do research or, you know, we're doing whatever to get um, discovering these guys. The story, and like, I don't just read this guy. Mm-hmm. I read the next guy, yeah. his story, you yeah. know, our next story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually in it for 30, 40 minutes. Easy. Just reading through stories. Easy. Mm-hmm. And um, all these stories are just simply crazy. Yeah. And amazing. They're unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And to think that, like, you know, a human being did what they did. Yeah. You know, nuts. Medal of Honor stories, they're great. 100%. Bottom line. Yeah. And we started it, so, you know, we, started, we got we got to finish it. And that's the thing. We we started with history. Yep. I mean, we're just history nerds, I guess. Yeah. But it's fun. Oh, yeah. But we bring you the crazy, weird history. Yep. Which is great. But then we went into the... So I don't know how we got in... I think we did a story on Medal of Honor. No, we did a full show on Medal of Honor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. And then we were like... Well, then we got all jazzed up because we watched that TV series well, on that, Netflix. That, too. About Medal of Honor stories. I did they, like, watch that. Made, like, reenactments. And they're great. Of, oh, man, they're unbelievable. And it's like watching a movie, but you're like, no, no. This is, like, historically accurate. And it's crazy, too, because sometimes when you're reading yours, mm-hmm. in my mind... I'm like that Netflix thing. Yeah. I see the Turning movie. it into a show. I could yeah. be a director. Yep. Because they're just that good. Yep. 100%. But first. Yep. It's we have history. history. Yep. So we're going to go to June 14th, 1834. Ooh, going back. Sandpaper patented by Isaac Fisher Jr. Vermont sandpaper is a, <clears throat> with a layer of fine sand has been fixed on the one side by means of the adhesive. I probably said that all fucked up. Probably. But everyone knows what sand yeah. is. Yeah, it's annoying. Do you use it? I hate sand. I hate sanding. I used to but do But yes, I use it all the time. I used to do auto body. Ugh. Ugh. The sand, the grit, the different grits. Yeah, yeah. There's 30 grit. There's... <laughs> oh, my God. No, I hate sanding. I literally... The, the scratchy <laughs> feeling, the, yeah. the dust, the... I hate it. I hate... I hate... Everything that has to do with sanding anything. It's crazy. I hate, crazy. It. I hate yeah. it. Yep. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've used plenty of it back in the day, mm-hmm. but I haven't used it lately. Yeah, no. Until now. Until I mention it. Yep. Oh, yeah, watch tomorrow. You're going to be like, God damn, I got Yo, Oliver, can I borrow some sandpaper? I'll be like, yo. <laughs> you can have my palm sander, too. Cool. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Sucks. Sandpaper. All right, I'm going to take us to June 14th, 1775. Um, and speaking of uh, Medal of Honor stories, okay. uh, the first U.S. military service uh, named the Continental Army, uh, consisting of six companies of riflemen, was established by the Second Congressional Congress. Nice. The very next day, George Washington was appointed by a unanimous vote to command the Army. You know, I He love- was the guy, dude. I love it that George Washington will always make an appearance on this show. Oh yeah, or oh, yeah. like be told about. Oh yeah, I mean he, I mean he was the guy. I mean he was unanimous vote. Let's start a military. Okay. Okay. Who are we gonna have run it? Washington. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody voted the same. And then they're like, who do you got? Washington. Who do you got? Washington. Yeah. Washington. Okay. And final vote? Washington. Washington. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to need a president. Hmm. Washington. Who do you got? Washington. Washington? Mm-hmm. Washington? Washington. Washington. Looks like, um... He was the man. <laughs> he was literally the man. He was the man. I mean, you know, started a country, led the first army uh, in that country, and then was the first president <laughs> of that country. And the dude wore a wig. I know. Cheers. And had wooden teeth. Can't get away with that now. Dude, if I walk down the street right now with wooden teeth and a wig on... Now, now listen, though. Listen. You know how trends go in full circle, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think that George Washington... No. <laughs> no. You already know where I'm going. Yeah. No. We're no. not going to see... No. <laughs> no. <We're> no. <laughs> no. You might, but then uh, you'll immediately after that read on Facebook that there's a wanted for some right. guy that escaped a psych ward wearing a, a uh, colonial <laughs> a colonial uniform and a fucking wig on, dude. Oh, I just can't get over oh, Okay. So if I ever see George Washington walking down the street while we're doing this show, but just I'm like, literally just going to leave. I'm it, just Yeah, but leave. you're also going to be like, damn, there he is son again, of, George son Washington. Of, son of a bitch. You made it a, a... We were just talking about you! <laughs> you made it to our podcast again! Fuck. <laughs> Do you want to come uh, on the show? <laughs> no. no! Okay. What? Okay. See how it is, George. It's cool. All right, so we got some local history, and this has a little something to do with us. Not technically, but... Mm-hmm. June 16th, 1968. U.S. Open Golf. Oak Hill... Country ah, full Lee Trevino wins his first major title by four shots from Jack Nicholas, who was, who is one of the greatest golfers mm-hmm. ever. First to play sub um, sub seventy golf in Open history, so he shot less than seventy. So he shot, I think, a sixty eight, which was the first time under seventy, and it happened at Oak Hill, where Oliver and I went. And became famous. That's right. Well, technically, we didn't go there. True. They wouldn't let us anywhere near there. We were in the vicinity. We were. We were. And, um, yeah. That so. was great. If you're wondering what we're talking about, yes, I need please. you to go to our YouTube page and rewind it all the way back to Season 1, mm-hmm. Episode 1. The very first video yes. on this YouTube page. And you will fully understand it. And you know what, though? I understand that it was our first video. Yeah. And it was our first show. Mm-hmm. Everything was our first. Yep. We're kind of like, blah, blah, blah. We didn't even do a test. No. That was the test. That was that was the test. Yeah. I would love to redo that show. Me too. I don't know if we can. We could. But we could. We could. Because it would be, like, now we're more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now we're, you know, we just know what the hell we're doing. We'll do a way better story. And we look have, a lot better, too. And we have, and no... The technology to right. to do all this. Well, we had a tiny little table <laughs> that was more or less a shelf with some flooring on top of it. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, and we had a, yeah. a, a <laughs> that table. Yeah, that was that table. The <laughs> yeah, with the flooring on top of it. Um, it was My extra, phone. It was extra of Matt's <laughs> kitchen flooring that he snapped together and put on top of a shelf. 
That was our first table. Woo! Um, <laughs> we had the stools with no backs. <sighs> right? Heard our back, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. There was no backs. Yeah. My phone um, was an Oakland A's hat hanging behind us. Alex's Gods and Gladiator t-shirts. Yeah. Um, your phone. My phone. And that little uh, foam uh, tripod that you got for like $3 at Five Below or whatever. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. From where it is now. Right. And then we had that and then and that was it. And now we got a real table. All, all the good stuff. Right. Yeah. This table's even got an outlet. We got a tablet. Two laptops, <laughs> no DSLR, no notes, seven, eight lights, a green screen, a, a real green screen, a real green screen, <laughs> a real green screen, a real green screen. We should just do a whole show on the progression uh, that we've made on this show. And we can, mm-hmm. and we'll try to help um, other podcasters. You know, just be yeah. like, just do just, this, right? Just, just right. do this. Yep, and you'll, in the end. Like right. us and subscribe. No, yeah. I'm just get the sub But I'm saying we'll just save you a lot of time and bullshit. But the learning process has been great. But yeah, goddamn, yeah. Oh, kill. Well, we bought three computers for this show. We did. <laughs> we did. Well, yeah. Oh, kill. <laughs> and, Go back and watch the first yeah. show. Man, we went down that rabbit hole. So, um, yes, um, June sixteenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah. Lee Trevino wins at Oak Hill. That's what that story is about. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot that's what we were talking history, about. History, baby. History. <laughs> hey, the history of One Drink Podcast. Dude! <gasps> <gasps> uh, it's a whole nother show. It is. I think we come up with more shows to do while we're doing a show. And that's We should I've... just do a show about us talking about what shows we're going to do. And that's... Because, just... I, mean, well, I mean, that's what we do on Tuesdays. It would just keep leading. And... When we call each other anyways. Yeah. Our meetings. Yeah. Yeah, our meetings. <laughs> Sounds yeah, professional. Right, yeah. <laughs> Video conference. <laughs> yeah. I have a conference call. Yeah. Woo! I tell people that. Yeah. Like, I got a conference call at one o'clock. I say the same thing, dude. It makes me feel so like, But you know what you know what the you know what the look I get from every single person when I say, Oh, I have a conference call at, at one o'clock today? Yeah. They're like With what? Who? So? What are you doing? Yeah. You sound like a douchebag. Yep. I'm like Yeah. Okay, I'm I a, do now. I'm gonna call my buddy on Facebook. And we're gonna talk about the podcast. Yeah. It's a conference call. Yeah, it's a conference call. All right, June 14th. June 4th. I love. It. I just. We're just. It happens here. It happens. It's also not for nothing. <clears throat> the time of airing right now. It's uh, 5:45 on Friday. It's different. It's not 12:45 on a Saturday. True. And. Uh, this ain't water today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are actually partaking in a little bit of happy hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one drink per show. A little bit of history hour. Right, right. history hour. Yeah, <laughs> one drink per show. We're doing four shows today. Right. It's perfect. Whoa. Anyways, June 14th, 1951. <laughs> Let's get back on track here. Univac 1. What is that? That is the world's first commercial electronic computer, uh, which was unveiled in Philadelphia. Uh, it was installed nice. at the Census Bureau... Uh, and utilized a magnetic tape unit as a buffer memory. Wow. Yeah. So the uh, first. first commercial electronic computer. Could you imagine that? Yeah. <clears throat> was used in the uh, the Census Bureau. I remember when I was in third grade, they had the Apple, the green 
thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember the saloon? Or that one game? No. Where it was just horse and buggy? The Oregon Trail? Yes. Dude, of course I remember Oregon Trail. That was on there. The saloon? In, in, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm Dude, going it's back not to, even close. <laughs> I'm going back to third grade here. Saloon. <laughs> So yeah, it's Oregon Trail and like Oregon we, Trail, yep, on the three and a half inch floppy, the real yes three and a half inch floppy. So we used not to, the floppy that wasn't a floppy. Yep. So we used to get up there and like each of us would have time to play this. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, yeah, you hit the button and then you go. Yeah, you just like, push the thing in. Oh, you died of diphtheria. Oh my god, I didn't hit left. Sally died of diphtheria. Son of a bitch. John has broken his leg. All I'm doing is out here hunting <clears> deer and shit. Yeah, so Oregon Trail. Did you ever go the long way around the river? Or did you always ford the river and go straight through it? Dude, I used to go through the river every single time. I never took the safe way. I never took the safe way around. Ever. Ever. That was great. That was a great game. I wonder if I could download that game on my phone. Oregon Trail? Would you even play it? 100%. I would play it right now. It's just blocks. I would play it. I don't care. I'd play it right now. You know, the wheel was. I'm going to download it on my phone. We're done with this show. I don't care. I'm going to play it right now. All right. So, from Oregon Trail to June 20th, 1968, American sprinter John Hayes earned a title as fastest man on the planet when oh. he broke the long, um, long-standing long 10-second barrier in a 100-meter event with a time of 9.95 seconds. That's fast. Dude. That's fast. That record has since been shattered. So by Saint Bolt. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like the that record lasted for 15 years. Yeah. These athletes nowadays, to me, get keep getting bigger and faster. Oh yeah. And stronger. Oh yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Like even even football players, even basketball players, even you know any sport. Yep. They just keep getting ridiculously good. Yeah. And like. So they built a local rec center up at um, where we live, and I went and tried to play basketball, mm-hmm. and I was playing against 16 to 18-year-olds. Yep. These guys were A, taller than me, of course, but just faster, quicker. I couldn't keep up. I played one game, called it quits. Yeah, gassed. Gassed, dude. Gassed. I couldn't keep up. I mean... They were just amazing. So Usain Bolt broke it in 2009. Mm. What did he he run? 9.58. So he was almost half a second faster than that guy. Which, now that doesn't sound like a lot of time, half a second. Oh, wait a minute. But I mean, when When you're you're doing this? Right. Right. Dude, he is hauling ass. Hauling ass, yeah. And the uh, women's world record uh, is held by an American, uh, Florence... Griffith Joyner uh, set the world record in 1988 what did she uh, with a time of 10.49. Not far behind. Mm-hmm. This is as of uh, this article is as of March 31st, 2020. So yeah. a little so over a year there. old, but and the Olympics I do believe are coming up, right? Oh yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. Tokyo, bro. Tokyo. All this on TV and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, I can guarantee that. There will be some records broken. Oh, check this out. So a story from June 2nd, 2021. What? Um, a Florida teenager who went professional in January broke Usain Bolt's Come on. Uh, 200 meter race. Damn. Even yeah. that though? Yeah. For athletes under the age of 18. Oh my God. 
20.11 seconds. Dude, that is crazy. It's 17 years old. Hauling ass. Hauling ass, bro. Hauling ass. They're like, dude, do you want to rob this bank? Right. Here, just take the money and run. Literally. Take the money and run. Like, I joke about my little legs and just being like, oh my god, but I can only run so fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, these dudes. Yeah. Athletes. Oh, yeah. Gotta give it to them, though. I mean, that's... Definitely. It's good shit. Definitely. I like it. All All right. It's time. First Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to kick it off with Staff Sergeant Lucian Adams, mm. uh, U.S. Army. This like is from name. World War II. Uh, for gallantry and intrepidity at the face, uh, <clears throat> at the risk of life above and beyond the call of duty, on October 28, 1944, uh, near Saint Die. Saint Die. Never heard of it. D I E Die. Saint yeah. Die. Uh, it's kind it's of in a France. Crazy name, but yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we uh, shipping off to, sir? St. Die. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't want to go. Okay, no, me neither. Uh, anyway, so when his company was stopped uh, in its effort to drive through uh, the Mortage? Mortage? Okay, they had to go through this forest. Got it. To reopen the supply <laughs> line uh, to the isolated 3rd Battalion, uh, Staff Sergeant Adams braved the concentrated fire of machine guns and a lone assault on a force of German troops. So their third battalion was cut off. Mm-hmm. There was a like a road or whatever supply line through this forest. Yeah. And it got severed. So this one battalion was totally cut off from everybody else, from help, from from ammo, from food, from water, from everything. So they were just like, oh shit. So their mission was to go and reopen the supply line. Ah. Take out the enemies. So that this battalion could get... So they have to start over, basically. That it needed. Pretty much, yeah. They gotta go back in and take over an area that they'd already taken over. Exactly. And lost at some point, yeah. Um, Okay, so, although his company had progressed less than 10 yards and had lost um, three soldiers and had six wounded, Staff Sergeant Adams charged forward, dodging from tree to tree, firing a borrowed BAR... Uh, from his hip. So he's hip firing as he's running through the woods. Right. He's dodging machine gun nests. And that's just hip firing as he's running. Boom, boom. And it's not even his gun. He borrowed one. <laughs> right. Despite intense machine gun fire, uh, which the enemy directed at him, and rifle grenades, which struck the trees over his head, showering him with broken twigs and branches, uh, Staff Sergeant Adams. Uh, made his way within 10 yards of the closest machine gun and killed the gunner mm. uh, with a hand grenade. That's so, good. again, yeah. this guy is is bum-rushing machine gun nests, yeah. which we've Last heard week. Yeah, Last week. Yeah, a bunch of times so far. But this that's kind of common, though. Yeah. It feels. Yeah, the more well, we... why? It's, it's, it's <clears throat> unbelievable to me that, that, that bum-rushing a machine gun nest solo in some... The, yeah. It's crazy. They it's do crazy. it for the team. It's crazy. They do it for the... Crazy. So, yeah, so he killed this guy with a grenade. So, an enemy soldier threw hand grenades at him from a position only 10 yards distant. However, Sergeant Adams, uh, I'm sorry, Staff Sergeant Adams, uh, dispatched him with a single burst of BAR fire. So, he shot that guy. Yep. Um, See ya. Charging into the vortex of enemy fire, he killed another machine gunner at a 15 yard range with Damn. another hand grenade and forced the surrender of two supporting infantrymen. Um, although. Wow. The remainder of the German troop concentrated the full force 
of its automatic weapons fire in a desperate effort to knock him out, he proceeded through the woods to find and exterminate five more enemies. Damn. Finally, uh, when the third German machine gun opened up on him at a range of 20 yards, Staff Sergeant Adams killed the gunner with more rifle fire. Of course. Um, In the course of the action, he personally killed nine Germans, eliminated three machine guns, um, vanquished a specialized force, which was armed with automatic weapons and grenade launchers, cleared the woods of hostile elements, and reopened the severed supply lines to the assault companies of his battalion. Holy shit. So this is just one dude. One dude. Took out nine. Doing all that. Eliminated three machine guns. Totally obliterated the enemy. Wow. Made them retreat. But dude, I'm saying, the hand grenades? Right. Do you see how key those are? Yeah. Cleared the woods and reopened the supply lines. Solo. That's... That's... Through the woods. Running with it. Yeah. The hand grenades, though. Poof. He used those perfectly. It's crazy. But that story is amazing. Right. Just... I mean, could you ever... Bobbing and weaving. I could never even... It's... I know they're trained... Whatever, but... You don't get trained to run through the woods with with grenades flying no. at you all by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I'm not he, trying to knock the, the training of the military. No, I know, but it's just used properly. Pam, pam, right. pam. Wow. I mean, maybe it is the training. I, it's just... I mean, Crazy. You got to think that it's like you know, like adrenaline and willpower at that. that a lot that of point. it is adrenaline. Like it's 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 crazy. Wow, it's crazy. that was a great story. Yeah. All right. So from that to World War Two, U.S. Marine Corps Frank Peter Wittick. 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 Like it. Like it. Um, when his rifle platoon was halted by heavy surprise fire from well camouflaged em- 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 enemy. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. Enemy, yeah. Not enema. No. Got it. God. Right? From, from surprise heavy enemy enema. Yeah. What? Oof. What? What? I'd rather get shot at. <laughs> Please. No. <laughs> Just shoot me. <laughs> Wittig daringly remained standing to fire a full magazine from his automatic point blank range into depression housing Japanese, of Japanese troops, killing eight of the enemies, enabling the greater part of his platoon to take cover. So he just went in... I killed eight people. Took them out. But the, it's the little things that right. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Just any, you know, you go this far, this far. Yep. The little things you do make a huge difference on mm-hmm. the outcome. On the big picture, yep. Yeah. During his platoon's withdrawal for um, consa- consolidation of the lines, he remained to safeguard severely wounded comrade, courageously returning the enemy's fire under the arrival of stretcher bearers, and then covering the evacuation by sustained fire that he moved backwards towards his own lines. So he saved, basically, mm-hmm. uh, one of his uh, people. Yep. Uh, with his platoon again pinned down by hostile machine gun, Wittick, on his own initiative, moved forward boldly um, to the reinforcing tanks and infantry, alternatingly throwing hand grenades. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And firing as he advanced to within 5 to 10 yards of the enemy position. And destroying the hostile machine gun emplacement and in addition 8 Japanese before <clears throat> himself was struck down by enemy riflemen. So he just went in. He just went ham on him. He was, All right, he I'm was going. going in and I'm going. he wasn't stopping no matter what. 
Unfortunately, yes, he did pass away. His valiant and inspiring actions effectively reduced the enemy's firepower, therefore enabling his platoon to attain its objective and reflects the highest credit upon Wittick and the U.S. Naval Service. He gallantly gave his life for his country. Dang. He went... I always, you know... He went crazy. As many of these as we read, and obviously there are as many that make it as there are ones that don't. don't make it. I agree. It still hits me every single time when I hear this this story of, you know, these insanely courageous acts, mm-hmm. and then they die, and I'm like, oh. But... Like, it hits me every time, you know? It is tough, but it's also crazy. His actions alone altered this whole... Oh, yeah, the whole entire thing. The whole thing. So mm-hmm. it's like... Um, for him doing all this, yeah, they were able to finish what they went there to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, yeah. It's crazy. Just a great story. Yep. Anyways, guys, if you like these history stories and these Medal of Honor stories, don't forget you can catch all of these history shows every Monday on our YouTube page at One Drink Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook or listen to us on all major platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And click the bell notification to be the first ones notified when our new episodes hit. And you're going to want to do that. Of course. Because you're going to learn something new. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Yeah. And it's it's 15 minutes. That's it. And we'll, you know, guaranteed say something funny. And You it's, can pay your respects to some, you know, some highly honored American of soldiers. Of course. And you learn something new. And it's just for one drink of your choice. Right. Simple. Yeah. Or two. Depends on how fast you drink. True. I mean, I... You know... <laughs> Depends on what time of day. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Depends on what day. <laughs> right, yeah. But, you know, there's but a yes. pause button, so it's fine. And share with one friend, please. Right. That's our only request. Just share it with one friend. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Anyways, guys, until next time. See you. Cheers.